0: Welcome to Cleveland Moto, a vintage motorcycle podcast by people who wrench and ride. We'll be bringing you Vin Moto chat each week, so sit back, relax, and crack a beer. Or play us over the speakers in your shop while working on your latest project. Cleveland Moto. Here's your host, Phil Waters.
1: All right, let's, uh, and they're off. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Tonight we've got, of course, Dustin Elliott manning the boards, John McElfresh is here, James Robertson is here, and he's looking good today, by the way. You're looking like you're a... You're Thanks. ready to go, man. Yeah. You're ready to go. Shane's here. Has the uh, amoebic dysentery left you? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Mana Zuba's Revenge. And
0: <laughs> now John's got it.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, of well, wait, humble. I want
0: to know why John has it now. How,
2: why how did
1: you pick up amoebic dysentery? How did it transfer? I was sucking Shane's
2: ass. There you go. Oh, <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, well, and he's then, just trying uh, to help.
1: Your, uh, your humble narrator, <laughs> Phil Waters. Uh, so, it's still... 32 degrees out there. And the funny thing is, we keep forgetting that more than just us listen to this. So there are people in places in the world that are listening to this where it's beautiful and they can ride right this very minute. Uh, I hate them. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it is cold. It is clear, though. And today I was able to ride my uh, you know 1971 BMW R50 over here tonight, and it was cold. But the bike... I heard you coming down the street. I'm like, who the fuck's muffler fell off their car? (laughs) Jesus. It doesn't sound like a powerhouse machine, because it isn't a powerhouse machine. (laughs) I heard
0: heard you pull up, and I was standing in the garage, and I was like, okay, what did Phil ride over tonight? Yeah, what was that Uh, sound? That's why it took me a while to come out. I was trying to guess. Right,
1: trying to work out what bike made its way over tonight. But I did uh, pick the bike up from... Chad today over at uh, Ace Motorcycle and Scooter in Chicago, and it's always nice to see Chad in Chicago. It's they're right downtown. They're a really fun shop, and they work on some beautiful, beautiful machines in there. So if you got if you're in the Chicagoland area and you want to go um, check out some Cafe Racer stuff, Ace is a great place to go. And I can't thank him enough for how quickly uh, he got my BMW back to me. Because I'll be the first to admit it when I saw the exploded diagram of what the inside of the BMW transmission looked like. And all the weird little concentric gears that have to be held in and looked at with a mirror while you're putting the transmission together. You know, I've seen what happens at our shop when we lose a 7-millimeter ball bearing. <laughs> and that transmission is nothing but springs. And
2: <laughs> Thanks, Chad, for helping me dodge that bullet there.
1: <laughs> Exactly. Well, you know, we were running out of winter, and I like to ride it. So it was great to uh, take some work Chad's way because uh, he did a wonderful job. And as soon as I took it off the truck today, it was cold. 8:30 at night, 30 degrees. I hit that button, and that bike, you know, tickled the carbs a little bit. And f- they've got the they've got the nice uh, accelerator pumps on them, and that thing just purred right to life. And it was great to ride it over here because it just when you haven't ridden a bike for a while, you forget about it. You forget how much fun it was. And a BMW R50 is not going to light anybody's world on fire, but it it feels like you're dancing with the one girl at the show that really knows how to dance. Mm-hmm. You know. So that bike always makes me happy.
2: For people that don't know what an accelerator pump is, it's a little pump. Every time you goose the throttle, it squirts a little jet of gas in yeah. your carburetor to squirt. Uh, give you a little better throttle response. Or yeah, it's good are, stuff. Are,
0: are we amateurs here who didn't shut their phone?
1: I up? did. I was I was unmuted. I'm sorry. And that was uh, that was my words with friends. Uh, you Everybody reminded wants me to play that I was Scrabble. unmuted. Also, oh, you're so unmute. Yeah. Oh, there you go.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I'm not popular, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no, no, no one likes me either. <laughs>
1: Uh, But one of the things I want to talk about today, now that we are staring down the barrel of springtime. I mean, it's official, man. I mean, this is late March. April's coming around the corner. Uh, Spring has officially started. I don't care how cold it is. Uh, This is the time when we're going to kind of dedicate this podcast to getting it going again. Get your bike. Take these wonderful cold opportunities to get out in the garage And check your bike out. I've been doing that all winter. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that throw a cover over it. And if they're smart, they throw a battery tender on it and maybe some uh, StarTron or stable in the gas. And that's the last time they see it until the first sunny day. Guilty. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, we
0: we fired the GS up the other day. It worked. That's true. I
4: fired it up yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, well, probably died. You
0: know what, though? It's because when it spent that one day or two in my garage, I put seafoam in it for you. Yeah, you yeah, Yeah, there you go.
3: That's a good friend. I'm there for you. That's, pal. That's a good friend. That's a buddy. I'm there for you now. Yeah.
1: He's, uh, he's such Why a can't good friend. not be a better friend like that. John's a good friend. John's a great oh friend. God. Yeah. You know what? He's <laughs> the kind <laughs> of guy that'll go downtown, get blow- two blowjobs, and bring you back one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: So, the, uh, the biggest thing I want guys to start looking at go out to your bike and don't just look in the gas tank and don't just press the button. How many? When was the last time anybody actually looked at the sidewall of their tires? Mm -hmm. Let's look at some of the things that this bike could leave you stranded on the side of the road on that first sunny weekend. Because we all know you can get them started and they'll run good, but it's always about 100 miles later when the weak link shows up. Mm -hmm. Check your chain out. Make sure the master link still has a clip on it. Mm -hmm. These are things that you might not have realized when you put it away. Yeah, These are
2: just chain lube, you know. But, chain
1: lube, right. They yeah. make chain wax, you know. It doesn't a lot. <coughs> right.
2: It's the only thing to lube your chain with. It doesn't right. sling off. It doesn't you know? sling off. You can squirt it with PB Blaster or W-40, but that just doesn't last, you know. You need to really buy a good then you'd chain. They need to be lube.
4: covered in shit, too, and your bike's going to be covered in
2: shit. And your rooms are going to yeah. look like crap,
4: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. The, uh, the other thing is, you know, we don't know it, but late at night, we have gremlins in all of our garages, and they come out, and they punish you for the misdeeds of your past. So your fuel line might be cracked and brittle and, uh, you know, hard as uh, hard as hell. And the first time you go around a corner and that tank shifts a little bit, you might crack that fuel line, and uh, then you're pushing it home. So check your lines out. Check your hoses out. Check your spark plug wires. Uh, these things do just dry out. I mean, the ozone in the air attacks those rubber bits, and you don't want to find out that you need to do fork seals when you should be out riding. So check that stuff out right now so that, a week into the game, if you don't do your own work, you're not waiting in the world's longest line at your local motorcycle shop with all the other people that failed to do maintenance. If you get on top of something right now, you can get it into your shop and get it out before the weather turns great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the things that, you, that John, you're picking up on?
2: Well, Because <laughs> we're seeing a lot of bikes these days. Yeah, bikes come in with zero air, you know, zero pounds yeah. in the tires. You know, they, you know, you, Square you, tires. Why did it lose air? <laughs> Flat you know, spots. You know, change your winter air and put in some summer air. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, just electrical things. I, I I don't know, you know, I think it would be good. Like, what's your technique for resurrect like that first startup of the year, what do you do? I would say put it on a battery charger, tender, whatever, leave yeah. it for a day. If it's a tender, if it's a charger, put it on there for a few hours, get the battery good and juiced up. Yeah. Uh, you know, then give it a try. If it doesn't start, then there's the whole ether thing. Thing, you know, right. maybe trying to give we'll a little start bump of ether. Helps, yeah. Just to get it, maybe you can get it fired up that first time, and it'll be fine. Make that first start
1: as easy as it can be. Let's not turn that into the competition where we try to burn out our starter.
2: Yeah, if you if you try cranking it over for you know thirty seconds and then another thirty seconds and it's still not started, you might want to try to help it out a little bit. Right. Uh, Something you can do too is uh, pull the drain plugs out of your carbs and let some fuel run down through there. Maybe clean out the little bit of half varnished up uh, fuel in the bottom (laughs) of the float bowls. (laughs) Will sometimes help you out a little bit. But then, just uh, I would just say in general sit back and look at your bike maybe clean it you yeah know? in cleaning a you bike, do fine stuff in cleaning a bike you discover your fender's loose your shock yep. <laughs> bolt right. fell off here something that you know happened last summer look at all you your can, hardware look at all your hardware make sure you're not missing anything and uh, you know just general things like that tighten your chain air your tires right do your basic maintenance check your oil you know
4: Hey, what about changing oil? Would you prefer to change it in the fall, or
2: well, it depends on when, it when you've changed your oil last. Did you change right. it in the fall, right before you put it away? Well, I don't think you really need to change it before you go out. But if you haven't changed it, now's a good time to go start start the summer with a fresh oil change on the right. motor. You want to, have to think about it all season, pretty much, depending on how much you ride. Yeah.
1: The uh, another thing that really kind of surprised me the more when we see bikes coming in this time of the year, these are the people that are actually forward thinking. These are the folks that are bringing their bike in, saying they want us to go through it right now, mm-hmm. because they are forward thinking, and we're able to, you know, we're a little we have a little more time. Air cleaner, brake pads. That's a big. That's what I'm noticing. Like you know, yeah, brakes that kind of feel like they're working, mm-hmm. but maybe one side of that caliper's hung up, mm-hmm. and so yeah, okay. When you pump the brakes, congratulations, your bike stopped. Mm-hmm. But you ever noticed that when you let the let go of the
2: brake? still dragging and you push
1: it it's not pushing real easy Mm -hmm. if you're kicking your calipers every time you go out and ride uh you're dragging brakes Mm. uh that's that's a super important thing because the amount of heat that that develops while you're riding not only are you not getting the performance out of the bike you're just turning gas into heat and uh, you're going to warp things. You're going to burn stuff up. Well, The
2: handling of a bike when the front end is pushing. You yeah. Know, like, it's, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's crazy. You hard. get a lot of wobbles and stuff like that. You yeah. can, nice.
0: And uh, especially if you hit uh, like that random springtime puddle out right. there. Yeah. You got
1: a really hot
0: rotor. If that breaks, and, dragon to begin with, oh, yeah, you and you come around the corner, that, that that's going to yeah. warp.
1: The uh, the other thing I was noticing is <clears throat> fork oil. You know, you start looking at fork oil. Man, I think that some people think that fork oil is a -a once-in-a-lifetime lubricant. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it, right? You know, yeah, how much, right? How much fork oil do you have in your motorcycle? Uh, <laughs> fork oil? <laughs> right. All good. of it. <laughs> it's, kind of like, it's kind of like the rear
0: diff on your right. car.
1: Right. What, what, I, I, have don't, ch- I have to change right? that? I don't see a puddle of it under my motorcycle, yeah, exactly. so it must so be okay.
3: right? I didn't know that stuff burnt up.
1: <laughs> so it might not be a bad thing to make sure you've got the right amount of fork oil in there and the right viscosity fork oil. And if it's old, it probably isn't the viscosity no. it's supposed to be anymore. Yeah, it's probably turned to water. So treat yourself that. to a $5 can of fork oil. <laughs> I think it was
3: uh, Ben yesterday was saying he went and he was rebuilding his BSA forks, and he said that it came out the consistency of snot.
4: Yeah, yeah. So it's actually yeah. fork yeah. goo.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's you know that's not working. No, yeah. that's well, how
4: the GS was. But I find there's like, water in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Water oh, in okay. well, it. you replace right. your seals as well. Yeah. yeah, good time to think about your seals. Yeah.
2: But most bikes have the little drain, you know, screws you can pull out in the bottom, put a cup underneath right. each side. Pump yeah, it, it out. pretty simple. Pump it, pump the get as much out, and then look how much came out. So that'll give you an indication whether you were low. Right. Look Look up the specifications. Use usually, the internet. Usually they tell you, like, you... The who and the what? If it calls for 140 <laughs> cc's, you usually are going to put 110 in because you usually can't get every drop of it out. Right. So, you know... Yeah. Choose a a good fork oil, you know, depending on what you want. The heavier weight, the more dampening you'll have. The lighter the weight, the less dampening, you know. like Sure. But, you know, changing it isn't going to take a lot of time, uh, you know, and just about, I think, anybody could do that.
1: And it is crazy, the difference, when we have the bikes that come into the shop and we take it out for a test ride, uh, checking the bike out before. It comes in and when you ride these bikes around and you hit the front brake and it's just Died. oh my god yeah. Yeah. dive city man i
2: mean the quick check is grab the front brakes and pound it you know pull, yeah. pump it up Jam and down. It down do you hear that little hissy hissy yeah. is, or is it just going whoa, whoa, is, whoa, 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 <laughs> no, not doing anything not doing anything at all
1: uh so these i mean these are things that everybody should be hitting right now you don't want to fuck you i mean this is not the time When you're going on a bike night ride, you know we do our little non-douchebag bike nights, and they're a lot of fun. But you guys have all seen me show up with a brand new thirty-year-old motorcycle that I just acquired that day, (laughs) (laughs) and I just can't wait to take it out and show all my friends that new CB 500. And we made it. uh, Well, we did really good getting to the first bar. And it was like between the second and third bar when my motor made that. Oh, yeah, you lost it going on the shoreway. I was on the shoreway and I was clicking along 60, 70 miles an hour and. on your points on the side of the road. And the experienced rider, like a lot of people are like, well, I think you got something in the fuel in the line, and I think you got this, and I think you got that, and I think your battery lead came off, and I think you got that. And I was like, no, dude, that's the points slipped. That's what that noise Well, is.
0: yeah, because your your
1: exhaust was farting. Yeah, yeah. we were like, getting a little popping pop, pop, before. Pop, in, uh, you know. And pulled that little points cover off, and all of a sudden you went in there and wiggledy, 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 wiggledy. Hey, you know what? If your bike has points... Check them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a big fan of cables, too. Check your cables. Oh, especially clutch cables. You don't want to break a cable. Broken clutch cable? You know,
1: okay, how many threads are in a clutch cable? A bunch. Mm -hmm. They all have to break for it to break. So that means before it broke... 9 or 10 or 20 or 30 threads broke. Mm-hmm. So you would probably have noticed that had yeah. you actually looked in there. You would
4: yep. have at least had some binding or something right, somewhere. Right, yeah, well, right. in
2: the process of lubing
4: it like you do yeah. every
3: once yeah, in a that's, while. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. part of it. It's Lube's not, not a dirty cables, word, man. Check that's your cables.
1: It. Yeah, checking the cables out will save you a big heartache. Oh, yeah. On especially, the road later, especially I mean, when riding vintage, it's got drum brakes. Yeah, yeah, that's it's no, another big thing. I mean, right? You can,
2: you can you, the right way to do it is with a cable lube. But even mm-hmm. if you have to just, if you want to be lazy about it, turn the adjuster till the slot yep. is up. You got it, and blast it with PB Blaster or WD-40. Right. At least something, it's something to, in there to re-soften up the, whatever lube was in yeah. there if there was any. Yeah. You know, like right. it's
0: amazing too. After you lube it. You're like, wow, that really feels great. great. Mm -hmm.
1: I no longer need to be Hulk Hogan to pull the clutch in on this this thing. thing, This 30-year-old cable works again. Right. (laughs) And it is one of those things that uh, uh, for a lot of bikes that have a clutch cable that runs internal to cases, if you break that on the side of the road, you don't have a fix. There is no field expedient repair to get you home you are now fred flintstone you will be banging that thing into gear you'll be bumping it with your feet to get it going jamming it into first gear and that's going to be really good for your bike by the time you get home (laughs) uh you will know what it feels like to be running antique machinery if you try to run it without a clutch Mm -hmm. the uh your bulbs and everything man just go through your bike make sure all the stuff that's supposed to
2: work works this is a great time to do it uh, if your bike at, has a toolkit, get it out and see. Yeah. What, see how many of those tools you can use on your bike just playing right. around. Yeah. Dude. Look at all the use rounded them. off eight
1: millimeter wrenches that are in every Honda toolkit <laughs> <laughs> because they were stamped out of you know Velvita. Right. The. Uh, <laughs> how the, about that's,
3: the not so much the not so fun stuff when you're getting your bike running or you're going out for that first ride? Like the insurance. Thing. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Boy, you didn't even
1: think about that <clears throat> <clears throat> paperwork.
3: Yeah, paperwork.
1: Yeah, that'll ground you. Mm-hmm. Talk about turning a very simple advisory traffic stop into your bike is on the back of a, of a hook, going to be impounded. It's paperwork. That reminds me, I need to get my license. Yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. See? Right? See? That's
3: the whole point. <laughs>
1: Dustin, tell us about your, uh, was that your your stepfather? <laughs> your stepfather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What right, happened with him?
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, he's been riding motorcycles since probably 1966. Okay, all right. And uh, the way he described it back then is when you wanted a motorcycle license, you walked into your DMV
1: and you right. said... I would like a motorcycle license, please. Right. And they say, sure. And they gave it to you. They didn't ask to see your penny farthing or your uh, you simplex service cycle no, or anything. They, they know, just, no, just gave you, you a piece of paper. You, you walked in, said, uh, if you were a licensed
0: driver, they right. would hand you a motorcycle license. Wow. Okay. So the guy's been riding bikes his whole life. Right. You know, he has had more than one bike most of his life. Okay, great. Apparently, at some point, re-registering his driver's getting a new Just going license. to get, renew his yeah. license. They didn't put his endorsement on. Oh, they failed to put it on. Yeah, they failed to put his endorsement on. Right. He, you know, after decades, right. never thought he had to mention it. Why would it. you even look? Right. Yeah. And uh, then he went back one time and realized, like, oh, I don't have my motorcycle endorsement, and he brought it up to them. And by the time he brought it up to them, I mean, it might have been years at this point. Yeah. It was not in the system anymore.
1: Oh, geez. Okay. So he
0: had to go get his temps. Really? Yes. He had to go. This, a, a seasoned, you know, 40-year hey, motorcycle Graham rider. Got treated like every
3: 17-year-old kid that, yeah. that wanted to yeah. go ride a motorcycle. But
0: all he has are vintage British bikes that and a lot of them don't comply to uh, the to, American, modern yeah, to modern safety standards. To modern safety standards. So when he took his, uh, his uh, 71 Daytona 500 up... Oh, for the on-bike test. For the on-bike test. Yeah. No turn signals. Okay. So they looked at
1: him, they're like, "Uh, no, that's post-68, you can't do it. Oh, so even though his motorcycle did not come from the factory with turn signals, which it didn't. There's really no way to put turn signals on it. No, there isn't. Rewire the whole bike. And we've been in that situation with people before, too, where they need to borrow a bike to use it to take the test because they're riding something vintage. So he did have another bike that he he
0: picked up on a whim. It was a a bike he didn't ride much. It was a uh, uh, a Trident. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was really tuned. Big race cam, everything. It's the type of bike that... Not a good bike for taking the test No. On. It's, right. it's the type of bike that if you're going anything under 45 miles an hour, right. it, it might as well just... Real lopy and yeah, unhappy. It's just... Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. So he couldn't take the test on that because he... Keep stalling out. Ended up loading up. He stalled out and they failed him, so... Yeah. Still to this day, he hasn't gotten his license. Oh, you're kidding me.
4: Oh, oh,
2: someone that get, give that
3: man your Somebody buddy. I am, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to
4: I'm, I'm letting him take the buddy to
3: give take his license.
1: Buddy. Well, <laughs> it is, I'm, I'm dead serious. This is one of those things I've had a lot of interactions with police officers as both being one and being you know, stopped by them. 90% okay. of the time, if you've got your paperwork straight and you can prove that you've got insurance, you got a valid plate on the back of the bike, you're wearing a helmet or you at least look like you've got your shit together, if it's just, you kind of rolled that stop sign, it's probably just going to be a hey, how you doing? Just checking you out. Especially in the spring, they love stopping people and pulling that easy ticket, which is no endorsement, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're there and you're Johnny Sunshine with a good attitude and all your paperwork's in tech, it's going to be, yeah, hey, how you doing, man? I just thought I'd t- stop and check you out and hey, everything's cool, bike. cool. Cool bike, great. Mm-hmm. Hey, be careful next time or maybe you were 10 over or whatever. Get out of here. But if you come out The gate with no M on your endorsement, with no M on your license. Now he's really happy that he took the 10 minutes to stop you because that's going to be like a couple of tickets, you know? And he's going to have the privilege of putting your bike on a hook. Oh, and making yeah. you have to come and get it out of the Watching impound. Watching
3: your broken dreams. <laughs> like oh, yeah, and, and they, especially, yeah. I mean, tow
1: truck you, operators experience with aren't them. real yeah. careful yeah. with Quite putting bikes experience. They, they can yeah. figure that out, too, by running yeah. your plates. Well, they run your plate and know the yeah. primary operator immediately when they pull you over, yeah. and that's a great probable cause thing for them to pull you over is no no endorsement.
3: A word on plates. If you've had a birthday from December until now, yeah. I mean, your plates are probably expired, that's true. too. So yeah.
1: <laughs> make sure you get your plates before you, you remember, go out there ride. Uh, there used to be a time when... You know, if your birthday was like a, a June birthday or something like that, we used to be able to register our plates to different dates, mm-hmm. okay? So I would always pay my registration so that my registration ran out, like, late November, okay? And... They were always cool about it, and then they started asking questions like, well, you know, we can't just pick a date out of the air. And I'd say, well, my wife's birthday is November 18th, and we like to do all the plates on her birthday, everything's the same time. And they always would let me slide on it. So I have a lot of old registrations on motorcycles I've owned for years that they run out on November 18th. So I'd let them run out, cruise all all winter long, and then they'd prorate them for me when I'd register them in May or April. Well, they don't play that game anymore. No, nah, they yeah. Don't. Yeah, the Now they've game got that if you Now you're they late,
3: penalize you. <laughs> if you're late, <laughs> yeah. 20 yeah.
0: days, it's... Yeah, it's 20 not bucks a Actually, not on motorcycles. Really? Nope. Yeah. See, I've, really? I've heard different yeah. from We've ladies heard, yeah. at the, the nope. License yeah. Bureau. I, I was told at the License Bureau, uh, since it is a recreational vehicle... Uh, you're, yeah, not, well. you're not penalized.
3: Well, I, I, I've actually heard. And this is in Ohio, folks. Well, we're, we're with guys Ohio. that have multiple bikes, that's right. kind of the importance of either getting those historical plates right. mm-hmm. or being very diligent. Right. That's what I was
2: just going to say. This is where this is all going. Most of us are riding older bikes. Right. Get a historical plate. Yeah, and there's
1: and, Almost no reason not. And to. I mean, that is. I think that's one of the things I'd like to cut through some fog on this one because I just recently looked it up on the DMV website too. Right. Yeah. The letter of the law. Mm -hmm. And the interpretation of a law at the BMV or Title Bureau can vary wildly. And it's kind of you're at the mercy of the woman, and it's always a woman, Mm -hmm. who always has had a bad day. And she always needs. They work at the DMV the every day. right? Except so, for the DMV at Avon Lake. Yeah, they are they're they're chipper for they're some fantastic. reason. Yeah, they are nice. I take it's them. I take the them donuts every once in a while. Right? In water, yeah. Yeah. yeah, take them a dozen donuts. The uh, see how much they love you then. But but you do have to remember that when you go in there, that they do regardless of the law. They are holding the, the magic keys to the kingdom, so it helps to be really nice, yeah, or they, like Shane does, just act ignorant. They, they yeah.
3: charge you the twenty dollars, <laughs> and they weren't allowed
2: to. Good, good, good luck getting it back. Right, right? Well, now, exactly.
3: Well, well, now the. um my my question about historical plates is now those are limited use vehicles.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I was afraid
3: we were going to go here. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to go there, but yeah. that, that's a lot of people that yeah. you know have historical vehicles. They ride them every day, especially yeah. if you get an old Honda. You can ride. So that do you every want day. the yeah. do you want the real
1: do you want the real truth or do you want the what you're going to say?
3: <laughs> I, want, I want the. I get I pulled over. I don't want on, the
2: right answer. I want the smart
3: answer. Right? Do you want the right answer? Or the smart answer? <laughs> right? I get pulled over on my Honda. Right. With historical plates on it, and I'm just bobbing around, and yeah. I'm not going to. And it's a Tuesday. A show or the the right the garage or whatever. I'm not doing just a test ride on it. Testing some work So for the
1: people out in podcast land, it might not be hip to what historical plates are all about, is for vehicles over 25 years old, in most states, you can get historical or antique vehicle registration. And what it is is in most states you will pay one fee, and it's usually a lot less, actually, than a regular plate registration. It's usually good for 50 years or the life of the vehicle or the life of the owner. And it'll be a special plate. It'll look different. Uh, you won't have to renew it every year, which is great, unless some states have a vanity historical plate, which you will have to renew every year, just like it's a regular vanity plate. But the rules say that it's to and from, well, let's just start it easy, weekends and holidays. Those are immediately, oh, that's good, good to go. You can ride it those. <laughs> weekends days. and holidays are open, okay. open season. Now, here's where we get into some of the disclaimers, some of the special situations. To and from club events. To and from getting parts and or service for the vehicle to and from attempting to sell the vehicle or attempting to procure parts for the vehicle. Okay, that's kind of where we are with that. Plus, then you just test constantly, riding if you test riding yeah. for buy and sale, test riding Shit. for working on the vehicle. So, <clears throat> you just constantly be like oh, I'm going to sell it. Well, well I'll I'll tell always you a have story. a wrench in your
3: pocket. Yeah, get pulled over. <laughs> yeah. I'll no, tell just, you a little story take, about take a guy t- t- that used to ride in you.
1: front of the same <laughs> cop in front of well, down the street from my house, my way to work every day on a myriad of historical plated vehicles because I have historical plates on all my vehicles to qualify to do so. And I went past the same police officer seven days a week and at least seven different vehicles a week. And he would see me and he knew that because I was going out at, you know, eight thirty in the morning and coming back at five 30 or six, he knew that I had to be going to work. And the one day he waited to pull me over was the day I was running my Questionably legal 1969 El Camino that was loud and the lighting was sometimes an issue. There's no door handles on the car and there's window tint, right? And he pulled me over and he said, "You know what? You know I know you got a historical tag on the back, which was by the year, by the way a model year tag, which means you can use a model year." of the vehicle, which adds a whole other level of confusion to police officers, because yeah. why do you have a 1969 license plate on the back of this vehicle instead of the real registration? Well, you're required to have the real registration, the plate, with you in the vehicle. Some people will just bolt it on under their model of your plate, so they always have it with them. So he pulled me over, and he says, I know you're just driving back and forth to work every day. The good news was I was aware of this, and I always kept a nice little NAPA bag full of parts in the back. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm getting parts... You know I'm running I'm constantly working on this thing so I'm always needing parts and today I did some work on it I wanted to drive it in today because I knew that while I was at work I was going to go to the Napa next door to work and get the right belts and stuff I needed so my spare belt and the spare items that you should have when you drive an old vehicle were in a bag and brand new and I showed him the bag and he said let me see the receipt and I went dude I I pitched the receipt if you want to write me you can write me but I am going to go to court on it and he actually was like, "Yeah, you know what? I was just—I'm basically just letting you know. I'm trying to scare you a little bit and let you know that I know what you're doing. But, you know, you ain't getting away with nothing. Well, Your shit stinks." Well, the good news was, <laughs> he let me know that he knew, and then it was like it was kind of like a dick measuring competition at that point. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're whatever. You're right. You got me, but I had the right answer, so I win." He. he, yeah. And he didn't give me any hassle anymore. And I lived there for a couple more years and it wasn't an
2: issue. And I honestly, he was on my bike, my CB 750 with my tag. And uh, one of the things I'm for, I'm, I'm a member of the VJMC, Right. He pulled me over. What are you doing? I, 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 I'm like, uh, I was just visiting a member. Right. I was yeah. talking, I'm a field rep, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, okay. Because, you know, Club you're not business. allowed to just be out riding on this. Right. And I'm like, no, look, here's my VJMC member <laughs> card and everything.
1: <laughs> I keep mine in my wallet, too. And and like, Preponderance all right. <laughs> of evidence. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, yep, okay. So just I'm, be aware that if you got historical plates, that you're not
2: supposed to just And that was the only reason you proved me, me over. I was right. surprised. But I that's it like,
3: was, was, you can go to... Non douchebag bike nights, right? Absolutely, yeah. By all all means, means. yeah. You can ride it up to the shop. So the point
1: is, if you're going to be a scofflaw, at least know the right answer from when you are scoffing at the law. So you make you know you make yourself look good. You're not just going to work, or you're not just going for a ride. You're getting you're always doing something else. Yeah. Because
0: thing is, I don't know why they care.
1: Well, yeah, okay, but you know, (laughs) and they can only
2: take your word for it.
1: Whatever you say when they ask you is
2: all they can they can't prove otherwise. It
1: takes a special kind of person to be a police officer. That's we know that that's (laughs) stuff. Step one. Step two, they can get bored in their day, too. And step three, they're always looking for something to show that they're active so they can prove to their supervisors that they're working. And that is what they're doing. Or maybe they just want to talk to you about your bike.
3: Well, especially with, like, uh, motorcycles. Like, I realize with vehicles, like cars and stuff, where they have to go through e-check. Right. You know, they want to make sure, you know. There's a certain sense of fitness. But motorcycles have never needed any sort of emissions, you know, e-check or anything. So. What's what's the point? (laughs) Right, there's
1: no real point. In fact, that's what the historical plate is all about, is showing that this vehicle is exempt from a lot of the modern criteria. And we're going to try and limit their use because of that, because we don't want the whole freeway taken up with 40-year-old vehicles. um, Because then your whole safety standards thing goes out the window if all the vehicles on the road are 40 years old.
0: Um, It happened to me on my my, uh, buddy... I yeah, got, I got pulled over. I, I saw it. you have top. historical
1: plates on your buddy. No. That's a no, dick no. move. No, no. no <laughs> yeah, try to convince no, me. No, no. no. yeah, yeah, you would be <laughs> have... twenty-five years old my ass. It's made of plastic. No, it's, it
2: was... <laughs> I guarantee the, the, you the sh- have had a, a
1: historic plate on I'm a buddy sure. before yeah. in your life. No, not on a buddy, but I do have it on a brand new stealth. So. <laughs> yeah, it
3: was, it was, it was and, a, and what, a gb B five hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was historical
0: sh- looking. It was
3: the shitty pullover.
0: Right. I could see that was it was Back when the cops in uh, Lakewood and, and River were kind of profiling scooters because yeah. know, oh, there's a ton of new scooter right. riders. Yeah. These guys are all on temps. Right. You know, so I saw the cop. He, he definitely dipped into traffic. He yeah. swerved around a few cars to get up behind me right. to run my plate. And I'm like, well, I got my license, so fuck this right. guy. This is great. <laughs> so he pulls me over. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. Cool, you know, I'm talking to him. He comes up and starts talking to me about the bike. Well, you right. know, this thing comes up in my system is genuine. Right, what is that company? Right. I'm like, well, it's genuine scooter company, right. They only yeah. get four letters, yeah uh, it's like so that's what it comes up as, and i I, right. mean, I had my registration, I showed him that he he made me show him the vin, really, yeah, Holy shit. Him the, VIN. and then hes he talked to me for about and here I'm on my way to work, oh yeah, so of i I had to like call work like, mean, I'm a little late. I got pulled over right, but uh. Starts talking to me about the scooter, really seemed really nice guy, really yeah. interested. I'm like, great, you know. This is going well. Cool, this is going very well. And then he goes, Oh, and by the way, your tags are expired.
1: Oh, did he write you? He did. Oh,
4: $150.
3: <laughs> oh, it wasn't just like uh, you get your, make sure you get your tags and. Right, oh, uh, no, so it, so it was totally to cool with it. With it.
4: Given oh, the punch, under- given the punchline of it though, what day was it after your birthday? The day after yeah. my birthday. Oh, and oh yeah.
1: Hey, yeah. by the way, guys. Yeah. As a former police officer, let me know. Let me let you know right now. Remember, everybody always says that your tags don't really expire on your birthday, they have a thirty day grace period. That is Ooh,
4: horseshit. It is horseshit. There is yeah. no grace period.
0: Well have you noticed they print your birthday on yes, your tag. On your
3: exactly. Plate? Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Your yeah. You know they didn't there, they didn't
3: right. used to do that. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. It used so, to just be a month. Right. Yeah. Let's just let's just so look at our registration
1: buy. before we go out there and go ride our bikes and let's let's make sure that we're legal beagles.
4: Yes.
1: All right, yeah. And one of the things we're talking about is events. You know, people like riding, but it's more fun when you're riding around with other people. And one of the comments that we've gotten on the, the email, uh, you know, clevelandmoto at gmail.com, one of the things was, you know, wow, you guys are so lucky to be in Cleveland where there's, like, a whole Cafe Racer thing going on. You're so lucky to have that in your town. Wow, what do I got to do to get that going to my town?
4: Uh, you just have to do it. Get friends. Right. Get exactly. friends to ride. Right. Go.
2: Uh, I don't know that matters. I mean, James doesn't really have friends, and he's <laughs> <laughs> still
3: I still manage to be a clinger on. Right, exactly.
2: Well, they don't even need to be cafe racers.
0: I mean, it's guy, bike, no. mutual well, interest. Well, we
3: like to call right. it non-douchebag. Right. Well, we've, exactly. yeah, don't I, yeah.
0: be a jerk. I know the funny thing is... Somehow James makes it there every week, but it's right. still non-douchebag bike night.
1: Right. We started calling it the non-douchebag bike night, and I don't know who coined it. Plus James. But it's pretty funny. <laughs> the reason for people that are kind of listening to this and wondering why it got that name. For a while, we thought it'd be fun to go down, and the only big bike event that was happening in our area was the Quaker Steak and Lube uh, bike night on Wednesday night on Canal Road in the Valley. And you'd go down there, and there would be legitimately, some nights, 5,000 motorcycles. But 4,999 of them were motorcycles that we legitimately weren't kind of interested in. It was either the I'm a Harley or I want to be a Harley, I'm racing my checkbook, adding expensive things to my bike or ass jewelry, or full-on wide-tired, extended swing-arm Hayabuses. I believe the one time uh, we went there somebody was
0: like wow it's like i've died and gone to soft tail heaven
1: yeah there are a lot of bikes that look alike and you neil said that you'd roam around right and you'd go and look at all these different bikes and it was funny watching our group of people gravitate towards a 74 cb 750 (laughs) that was actually nothing to talk about but it was a 74 cb 750 and it happened to be there in a strange environment Mm. so we started talking about well let's do our own thing and we started getting together on these Tuesdays or Thursday nights, and it got called Non Douchebag Bike Night. So if anybody there says, "Oh, that's my idea," I came up with that. Hey, call us and let us know. We'll give you credit next time. But the uh, the first time that we went down and we took a group of people down to the Wednesday night event, we were there and we made a showing, and there was actually a good number of bikes with us, but everybody kind of had the same thing well if we can't go into the restaurant and get a basket of fries and a beer because there's 5,000 people here and they can't handle the overflow and we got tired of going next door to hoggies and actually eating at hoggies and getting food served to you we just left i mean we stood around we looked at the things we made a lap and we're kind of like man dude i'm not feeling it let's just get out of here and a couple of times i went out to the one in sheffield lake uh which is different it's it has a bit of a better blend to it and you'll see more bikes that might be interested to the guy that's into the vintage motorcycles but still it's just you know that's thursday night and we decided it was just more fun to do our own thing and like a lot of the same people started showing up and we would meet up at melt or something uh so if you want to know how to do it how do we do this how do we get this started this is your lesson okay we're gonna do it right here pay attention tuesday April 5th, we're going to meet at 7 o'clock at the shop. It's Pride Cleveland Scooter Shop, Cleveland Moto. We have a nice big parking lot for this. Plenty of room to move around. It's at 18636 Detroit Road in Lakewood. Now, that's Detroit Road just before you cross over the giant bridge to go into Rocky River.
3: Or you cross over the giant bridge getting yeah. into Lakewood. If you're coming you're from the right west side, okay. and you
0: cross over the giant bridge. If
1: you yeah. see the giant bridge that goes from Lakewood into Rocky River, you're probably
4: already in our parking the lot. The honk the
1: big your pink horn, we'll find right. you. <laughs> exactly, those somebody are, will come
4: and get you. Those of you know your history, at the Munitions Depot. <laughs> right, exactly. You got it. So
1: when we're talking about this event and how you do this event, all you have to do is identify the event, let people know about it. We're going to post it up at Cleveland Moto. So it'll be at www.clevelandmoto.blogspot.com. The particulars will be up, but right now we're telling you. April 5th, show up, and we'll go on a ride, and we'll leave there Tuesday. We'll take a nice ride. Uh, I believe Spitfire does... What is uh,
3: motorcycle movie night? Motorcycle uh, movie night, Tuesdays.
1: Tuesday nights. Yeah. So that's a great thing. We can populate that event. You know, shit. I gotta get my paint done on Saturday, then. Well, okay. Make the
0: it happen, packs, right?
1: Yeah, okay. Right.
0: All right, I'll get. I'll have something on the road by. Something will be by Tuesday. Should dry as quick. Okay. Right.
1: Exactly. Modern paints, right? <laughs> Modern paints dry fast.
3: Toward in the oven.
1: So get it. Get your bike out. <clears throat> April fifth, Tuesday night. Meet up in the parking lot at seven o'clock. We'll go on a ride. It'll be fun. Hopefully, it'll be warmer.
2: If your bike's not running, here's the
1: perfect this is the motivation. Group. Yeah, no kidding. Get it, out, exactly, get it yeah. going. Yeah,
2: get it going. Whatever Come on. it takes.
1: It doesn't have to be done.
2: It's just it, that's right. incredible. Oh, and you, you know what? The f-
1: <laughs> and the funny thing is, with our group, nobody sits around and... Cr- you know, criticizes your bike. Everybody's actually really yeah, happy exactly. to see you come out. James does.
3: You guys James all, yeah, you guys James, all criticize my bike. James
1: is judgmental. But you're a jerk. Because <laughs> <laughs> your bike kind of looks like shit. <laughs> 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 but it runs great. I made it to Milwaukee and back. So, the, uh, so let's do it. Let's get out there, and then we'll go for a ride. We'll end up at Spitfire somehow. And it'll be a good time, and that'll be our first official non douchebag bike night.
2: Can I show up on my 81 uh, CB650? By God, you should. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. asses, chaps, and all.
1: Right. And you could, you know. And, my well, Honda,
2: can I show up on my Honda Elite 80? Damn straight.
1: Absolute chaps and all. What's the what's the, uh... <laughs> even better? <laughs> what's that group? What's there? There's a new scooter gang in town.
3: Oh, uh, the Red Riders. The Red Riders, yeah. right? So what? we have a,
1: we have a whole new scooter gang in town called yeah, the Red Riders. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll a lot be of
3: cool there. Kids, yeah, they're helping me plan the mods and rockers. Really? Yeah. Okay, awesome. cool. We're gonna That's do cool. one of the rides. We're gonna we're gonna split the rides up. this That's year. That's good.
1: Splitting the rides up is so a great people idea. People
3: want to go slower. Uh, the Red Riders will take you out on a nice little
1: on a scooter friendly like, ride,
3: jaunt through downtown or something. That's
1: brilliant. I like the idea because I know mods and rockers this year is going to be much bigger than it was last year yeah, last absolutely. year it was already big
3: well we've got things in the works so dividing Stay the tuned. rides up
1: is going to be good the uh so yeah there's events coming up get yourself down start making plans right now to be available to go to ama vintage days i know it's mid-july and it seems like it's forever away but start making plans to go down there. We have an event. Take the time
3: off. Work Three months, now. man. Yeah, yeah. Three we months. Have, Right,
1: yeah. Book the days it's, off. It's not that far away. Be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have an event that we want you to participate in. It's called the Five Hundred Dollar Challenge. I'm sleeping in your trailer. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> so am I. there'll be plenty of room. It's a, it's a seventeen. A nice it's a seventeen footer, it's man. Cool. Bring an air mattress. That's what I said. The uh, Phil's yeah.
3: piling them up like corn. Cool. No, now what's right. the five hundred dollar challenge, Phil?
1: Okay, here's the deal. It's, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. That writes itself once you go to AMA. If you haven't been to AMA Vintage Days yet, the first time you go there, you're going to freak out because it is a huge swap meet. It's got to be the biggest swap meet that I've been to, and it's not all dream catchers and chaps and license plate brackets and sons of that. I know. No sons I tell people of people.
2: A- it's Woodstock for motorcycles.
1: It is Woodstock for motorcycles that because happens every year, every year. <laughs> and in addition to the swap meet, which if that isn't enough, there's vintage motorcycle racing on the Mid-Ohio course, sports car course, which is huge, beautiful and wonderful and there's a lot of great places to watch a race. You can watch 1918 Harley Davidson's going out racing for blood and money. There's sometimes the Wall of Death folks come out, there's a huge vendor area for, you know, modern stuff. There's uh an auction that they run and I'm amazed every year at the prices that people get away with at this place. Yeah. Like yeah. You see a bike, you'll go to that auction, you're like, are you kidding me? That bike is only going to sell for 2200 I need to buy that bike. <laughs> it's not one of these auctions that's like a Barrett-Jackson thing where the prices get out of
2: control. Oh, All this stuff is very buyable. You wait till the end of the auction when half the people are leaving, and they're just, right. bang, going yeah, once, just going twice. Dropping the hammer. Boom, oh, sold. Okay, next one. There's... The
1: VJMC, the Vintage Japanese Motorcycle Club, does a great thing. This is a time, if you're not a VJMC member, you'll want to sign up to be a member just to participate in their barbecue. We're supposed
2: yeah. to. There's talk to it's gonna I'm be, glad I'm a member. It's coming, it's rising above me making bratwurst for everybody. <laughs> and I actually want to like spend some money and get it catered or you something. Mean, will you mean will you still make me bratwurst though? I will make you all the bratwurst you want. John I'll will your prepare your
1: very John. own tube steak. <laughs> yeah. I'll, feed you, I'll feed you tube steak till the cows come home. There on. you go. So these are just some of the events. No homo. Plus, it's a great environment. So if you want to camp out there, you can get a campsite. You can ride your motorcycle around on the rolling hills of the mid-Ohio sports car course. It's a really cool place to hang out My for a week. My brother weekend. and
2: I did some serious off roading last uh, year. You got yeah. hurt. John dumped I, 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 two up. Yeah. Way to go.
1: <laughs> what, was, what was that, a Suzuki DR or something Yeah, DR-250. DR-250 DR yeah. goes out with a
3: chick on the back and crashes yeah. it.
1: Good job, hero. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, here's yeah. the thing. To touch base on the earlier stuff, oh, you're talking about yeah. getting the rides together. If you are at home listening to this and you live in, you know, middle of nowhere Indiana Indiana or Kentucky or something. No, it's okay. Use, you can you can say in Indianapolis. <laughs> right. That's fine. Use Craigslist. Throw it out there that I'm a guy, I've got a nineteen seventy whatever, and I just want to go out and ride with guys that right. enjoy vintage vehicles. Um You know, we're going to meet up here, and you wouldn't believe you'll you'll have four guys show up one week, and then (laughs) you'll have six guys, and then ten guys, and then you'll make it a thing. Right? The Craigslist postings, I think, a great way. It's a great way to help. Make an anonymous
2: posting, give a time, a place, and show up there, and you'd be surprised. People will show up. Well, also, also
0: your you know your favorite
1: motorcycle forum that you might be part of. Yeah, Uh, a lot of them have local sections. Right? Do the ton is famous for that. Do the tons. Ohio section it's great you go into it and Do the ton is a pretty big forum I mean it's it's kind of daunting the first time huge, you get there yeah. it's huge but they're, they have forums divided out state by state region by region and you can hook up with other riders in your area <clears throat> if you haven't been to Do the ton yet by all means check it out it's, it's great you're going to meet people there $500 challenge is as follows I'm going to lay it down for you uh, you're, talking, doing, you're talking vintage days AMA vintage okay, days yep. $500 challenge and this kind of works really good with another bike build off that we know about hmm yeah five hundred dollar challenge means you show up at ama vintage days you sign up with us show me your five hundred dollars that's all i ask show me five hundred dollar bills show me that you're serious and that you're playing We'll, we'll put your name down on the list you now have the weekend to go out and i don't care if you are the wheeler dealer of the century and you flip 12 bikes you buy it for five. You buy it. You know, you sell it for six. You buy another one for s- six. You sell it. I don't care how many moves it takes. All we care about is Sunday morning. Sunday morning, show up in our booth, and you'll find it. Believe me, you can't not find it. It's, it'll have Cleveland Moto banners all over it. Okay. Show up in our booth Sunday morning s- with sparklers, we In sparklers, sparklers and fireworks face down in front it'll, of it. We'll <laughs> all be recovering, <laughs> I guarantee. Strippers. <laughs> it'll be low. It'll be low energy at best. It'll be- but, some tits, maybe. Maybe <laughs> mine. Mine, yeah. I was gonna say coconut bras for all the men. The, uh, <laughs> the biggest tits here. <laughs> but the deal is going to be set Sunday morning, and Sunday morning <laughs> we want you to show up. And if you've done four flips, all we ask is, man, have some pictures, have some, sh- have something to show that you made four flips. About this, and How about coming back right? And to help you do this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to volunteer up space in my booth because I pay a lot of money to be there. And I'm going to volunteer some space up, so if you want to go buy bikes and have a great time, and you want to park them up in my booth and put a pie plate on the front of it that says, "I know you just paid it for I know you just bought it for 400, but if you want to put a one in front of it and try to scare1,400 dollars out of somebody, put your cell phone number on it, park it up in the booth and then go out and enjoy the show. And when that guy calls you to buy your bike, I've just given you a place to showcase your wares. And there's usually somebody in the booth.
2: The VJMC usually has three or four spots where if you're Another a member.
1: Another great time to be a member of the VJMC. Wherever
2: you're a member, you can park something there and sell it or sell right. parts or whatever. So. Nice.
3: Now, now a part of this, you're, now you're talking about monetary. Like, I could yeah. flip and have the most expensive bike.
1: Oh, you know what? I really think that the way we're going to judge it is going to be <clears> completely <throat> about do we love it or not. It's going to be compl- We'll pick four people to be the judges, and we'll we'll vote on them and see it's going who to be they the think. whole thing, the whole like the whole, yeah. like, the whole what, thing. how much of you a build. Know, just, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There, gonna that's say. the great thing about this. We this want is, to see the
2: story. It's got to right. be the story. Did you we want romance, Did you man. We
1: it? want like, romance. You. We want the the thrill of the chase. We want to see what you came up with by investing what two, three days of your life and five hundred dollars of your dollars. So Sunday morning you've got something you can ride to breakfast time. You come pushing a, a Mint
2: Vincent into the... Boy, wouldn't that be the coolest <laughs> thing ever? I got this Vincent Black <laughs> <Vincent. laughs> Right.
1: It took me 978 moves, but I went from having no. $500 cash into so having a Vincent Black necessarily Shadow. about building a bike. No,
3: it's about taking a rideable aspect. Well, it depends on what I you think.
1: think Rideable's going to go a long way, man. Best, Rideable's going to go a long way to a win. to get
2: into the best bike. You got do you it. think you can do exactly. it by horse yeah. trading, or do you think you can do it right, by building? And you know what? Even if you
1: Lose, you probably win. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's all. Yeah. Even We're if gonna... you win, even if you lose, you win. There'll be a trophy, and it'll probably be something I welded together during the weekend from shit I found at the <laughs> show. All right, but there'll be a trophy. But the real cool thing is that you know, Mods versus Rockers this year has a Burning River bike build-off. That's a five hundred dollar budget. That's fucking cool. I, that's fucking I'm cool, excited, right? Very excited about. So this. if you haven't found your five hundred dollar bike by mid July, get your ass down to AMA. Go down there and buy yourself a cool under five hundred dollar bike, yeah. and you can participate in our AMA, uh, you know, cheap bastards. I'm sure there'll be no shortage the a- down there. Too. No shit. Oh, yeah. Oh god. The no. AMA challenge, not even close. Yeah. The Vintage yeah. Days challenge will be a lot of fun. You'll be able to participate in it, and it might just be the bike that you take to win a trophy at Mods and hey. at Mods versus Rockers. So you can get a twofer on this one. People like two forks, you know. I bought it at Mods, and I bought it at AMA Vintage Days. Got it for five hundred bucks, and then later on, took it to win a trophy at Mods versus Rockers. So
3: you'll yeah, bet- there's, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on uh-huh. this year as far as our little scene goes. I mean,
4: yeah. there's a lot to be happy about this okay. year. Yeah. Can, can so, I bring something up real quick? Somebody need no. another beer? I'm making a run. You're going to make on. a beer run? I'll I'll Real quick. Hey, you DW know what? Uh,
3: Keith, Keith
1: sent me the beer run song. Did he really? He found me the, uh, the beer run he file? He did find the beer run <laughs> no, file. i, I got to play it for in, you later. Insert
3: it here. I right. should insert it here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But,
1: yeah, we can talk over it okay. as John does a beer run. So
3: what was uh, right. what were you going to bring up, Shane?
1: Other than that well, the last fact- nasty
4: burp? Yeah. the, 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 the
1: it smelled did, good. Yeah. Good.
4: No. um, <laughs> The fact that you can, like lately, I, I was talking to Dustin about this the other night you're going online now going on Craigslist and that you're like oh CB750 sweet you click on it Cafe Racer oh yeah and some <laughs> dick uh, the, the most it's, it's, some dick <laughs> is throwing a set of Clubmans and a, a really awful looking seat on it and now it's and worth a thousand
1: dollars more yeah, yeah way man. more yeah. It's like, so uh, that dick on, is Ben Child exactly way to go Ben <laughs> Yeah, uh, I noticed that I'm mean, sure you guys watch. I mean we all I know everybody's sitting in this room has got the app on their iPhone that yeah. is just fucking Craigslist Every time you go take a right? shit, that's right. all you do Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist. Oh, oh, what's, what's what's on, what's exactly it. has been up in that past 15 minutes. Right. I'll actually
2: say, I I haven't been watching Craigslist. I feel like I've got enough stuff in my yeah. garage right
3: now. I'm, I'm like, pretty settled
2: down. I don't need to be looking <laughs> at should Craigslist. be. I'm actually
3: yeah. going the opposite way. I've decided the best place to look for bikes, and John's inspired me with this, with picking up that $500 CV750 he picked up this, this week. Yeah. Is the papers. Oh, really? Going old school. Yeah, yeah because yeah. kicking out of off. these old guys... <laughs> they only know the papers. They only yeah. know the papers. That's a good So point. they're going yeah. to pay their $15 for their classified ad. Wow. That's a
1: good point, man. And a so cycle trader... Point. And the newspaper are going to become the new hotspot because Craigslist yeah. is now pumped up Yeah, because yeah, yeah, these guys the hip- don't
3: have computers. Right. right.
1: That's what the hipsters would do. Well, <laughs>
3: <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> I don't know about that, but well, like, that's what some 75-year-old guy that's exactly. got that BSA sitting in his garage. Right. Yeah. All the
2: best deals I ever found. Never made the paper, never made it. Right. You know? right. That is a seriously yeah. good point, Jay. If it's parked on a porch with that's a cover totally over true, it, yeah. you that, need to knock on the door. That,
3: that, I yeah. remember... When I was younger, much younger, going to my brother's out and own said Falls, this guy always had triumphs parked out in front of his house. Really? With just like your C B seven fifty with a piece of cardboard laying on the right. tire. Yeah. And they were like, you know, $1,000 for a Triumph, you know, $1,000 for a BSA.
1: Yeah. So this is the time to be looking because, you know, uh, another crazy thing happens every spring, especially in this neighborhood, is people clean out their garages.
3: Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead, man. I'm still waiting for Phil to clean out his. his. Shut up, dude. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's
3: that's where Shane and I I find lawnmowers,
0: weed
1: whackers, and you name it for every friend we have. Right. So get out and start harvesting your neighborhoods. Uh... We saw we have a friend up here in town that every year pulls this little trick. And, you know, in every little small town, there's the little penny saver paper that you can pick up for free at the drugstore. You can pick up for free at the old, you know, old uh, quick save, you know, grocery store. And those penny saver papers, you can put an ad in there for cheap, cheap, cheap. And our, one of our buddies puts an ad in there every couple of months that just says, Wanted, old motorcycles. I'll pick them up. I'll come and take that thing out of your garage. Oh, man, you know? And these guys pull great bikes out of this. And every time we think, man, all those good bikes have been found, somebody else no. shows up No, mm-hmm. at the shop with some cream puff yeah. that's been sitting for
3: 30 years. John shows up with an orange right. CB750. With an orange CB750, right? <laughs> with
2: original pipes. Yeah, exactly, right? So,
3: this yeah, is the weird pipes. Out.
2: It's What's got it? the, no,
1: the it's four got tulips, the two, yeah, four, the four, and the four, four, yeah. four and the four. Oh, baby. Yeah,
3: it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I know. So it is a wonderful. You wonderful know, get out there,
1: man. get creative, have fun hunting down some bikes because that's part of the fun of it. You know, yeah. part of what we're doing. We're not trying to outspend each other yeah. nobody in here is trying to look hey look, hey if we were there. doing that we'd be riding harley's all right or whatever <laughs> right you know we're not we're definitely not trying to outspend each other in fact there's a lot more cred here for keeping it cheap we're trying to underspend yeah. each other. we're trying to underspend. Yeah. yeah exactly right we're
0: so cheap about. right exactly and actually on the, on the the cheap i don't want to say cheap but affordable level cheap works yeah. Okay, cheap. Fine. Yeah, cheap works. Uh, what, what I've been finding is, uh, you know, the various forums that I'm on and everything, there's always a for sale section. Right. And they're all guys like us. Right. We know what the stuff is worth. Sure, yeah. And we also know, I want to hook a brother up. No mm-hmm. one's trying to gouge anybody. Yeah. That's true. So the first thing I do now when I'm looking for a part is yeah. I hit those for sale sure. sections yeah. on the forums. Search them. And and there's also trading sections right. too, like where I'll I'll trade you a part because you know I need this part. Put the word out, but I have that part. And okay. I mean I've I've gotten some great deals in the past two months yeah. on parts just through for sale or
1: for trade on you know just motorcycle forums. I will I will tell you that uh, last year at AMA Vintage Days, I really had seven or eight items that I was hunting for that I had in the Rolodex, I had parked in the back of my head. These are items I'm looking for. And we went around and just crawling around. You know, I came back from that show with three Honda CB400F Supersport gas tanks. And I didn't spend more than $25 on one of them. And that's an item that we know if you see that stuff on eBay, it's going for big money. Yeah. 200, 300 bucks. Easy. And if there's enough of those, this rare item mid-Ohio, at AMA Vintage Days, that I came back with three of them and spent $75 maybe total. Mm-hmm. That uh, for you're looking for parts for your particular bike, as long as you have a head about you and you know what you're looking for, when you see that tarp laid out and you see a whole bunch of parts on that tarp, uh, you can do well. It's, it's really set up for the buyer because mm-hmm. everybody down there is cleaning out their garages and cleaning out their barns. And sure, sometimes the guys that have been there 10 years like me, we've seen the same part change hands 20 times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know those parts and we know where they're hiding. But it's crazy when I see people walking down the aisles carrying 70% of a motorcycle in a shopping cart or in a little red wagon. And that's 70% of a motorcycle. They picked off from four different tarps and four different booths. So they're well on their way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure half of my garage is going to end up in your booth. Well, and that's and that's great if it does. I mean, honestly, bring your own
0: tarp. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be pulling totes down there. Yeah,
4: bring your own tarp, and I'm not bringing them. a tarp. All my shit's been sitting outside for 20 years anyway. Well, why would you disturb the patina? <laughs> the tarp it goes under the part. So <laughs> so they, you don't lose, so the you don't lose them in the grass.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot. Shane's doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny because you know every year at Mid Ohio there's an obligatory rainstorm. Yeah, right. It makes everything and funny. So, yeah, everything every year at Mid Ohio take your wellies with you prepare for rain because if we don't get rain it'll be the first time ever that we didn't get rain and it does turn into a bit of a swamp but it is funny to see all these parts that if you had them in your garage you'd never let them get wet Mm -hmm. and there they are sitting out and water's just filling up carburetors you know and gas (laughs) tanks that got no caps on them well then
2: the garbage cans too that's there oh sunday with a whole bike, somebody throws yeah. a, a Goldwing in the garbage can. Or I love you. that man. When Sunday
1: dudes are just like, "I'm getting out of here and I'm not taking it home," and they will put the craziest crap in the like the. I sort of got a trash can, a 55-gallon drum at Mid Ohio. Someday, some artist is going to walk up to one and just weld it all together. Mm -hmm. Put it on a forklift, drive it out to New York, and sell it for like $90,000 is modern art. Because these things are epic. The way they build like teepees out of metal. And it's just parts that they couldn't get rid of. And they're like, all right, I gave it a shot. Throw it in the trash. Sort of bore, bent forks, just rusted
2: up gas. <laughs> it's fantastic,
1: but it's all like crazy found art. You know, if you're an art person, and you want a bunch of metal to weld on. That's a great place to It'll find. Be no less than, raw than half a dozen Vetter fairings laying around. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's where wind jammers go to die. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all the, you know what? All oh, the this is your lords, last shot. If I can't get twenty bucks for this thing, it's not going. It's home. It's not
1: going home with me. <laughs> it is funny when the circus rolls out of town on Sunday. You have to be careful driving out of there because yeah. all the parts that are just left. <laughs> you know, you can get a flat tire real easy on a set of like you know a triple clamp or something that's been you know just chucked in the weeds. But it is a fun time. It's a it's a really good event.
3: Yeah, uh, I think it'll be really cool this year. I think uh, with doing what we're doing and the uprising of our our class of you
1: know, yeah, it's uh, it is funny. There's class culture, culture, the uh, yeah, culture. Yeah, we're culture yeah. like yogurt uh this is a we are an active culture the that is the weird thing because i've never been ever in my life part of the in crowd i've never in my life been doing what everyone else was doing and it's strange to have this thing that i've been doing for quite a while now becoming popular i almost don't know how to deal with it when people are asking me a lot of questions about my bike you're so fucking punk yeah you're right sure you know 41 years old my hair's falling out and I'm punk rock right? you just
3: dyed it a nice orange color for us uh, you know
1: what I was, I was really happy I don't know if anybody mentioned but I did shave my head and uh, I did it after the scotch I did it after the uh, the punk show uh, but I, yeah, I shaved my head because I realized that I looked damned foolish with the long hair when it would fall out of the way and expose the bald spot. It looked <laughs> ten times more graphic, you know. Yeah, you could see my brain in places, and uh, the the good hairs in the middle were, had clear cut the forest to protect themselves from the bad hairs on the outside. And now that I've got a shaved head again, I feel more natural somehow. Mm-hmm. It's not shaved low enough, bud. This is perfectly fine for me. Go. This, is, uh, this is what I like to call showroom acceptable. Okay. Yeah. Right, what's wrong with mine? <laughs> well, there is You're a point fine. where you cross the line into being a little scary. You start, well, with, I, you start I looking I like a my... cancer patient. <laughs> uh, well, how about ca- not even cancer patient? How about not just cancer? You start looking like the asylum patient. There's that well, point where it's like Dustin, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin has just enough growth on his head right now To say that, well, my hair isn't gone medically... It's on its way back in, and Dustin is looking a little scary. He just like,
2: got prepped for the electric chair.
3: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, okay with that. I always use yeah. a number one guard. A number one guard, yeah. right? But yeah. that's, you I, know, I I use, if I don't, I, use, I have like bald spots. Right. And if I just use a straight. I'm
1: in a number two guard right now. Yeah, I go I go no two. guard. You go no guard. Yeah, no See, guard. that's the problem. Yeah. And if I accidentally bumped you in traffic. Right. If I bumped you in traffic and I just accidentally tapped your back bumper, and you jumped out of your car and you ran back. To see if I was okay, mm-hmm. I would swear to God you were coming back to kill me. That's fine. I like that. exactly. So right, <laughs> yeah. and I try not to send that image. I'm yeah. more of kind of a happy, fluffy, fun guy. You know. Well, I'm I'm right. a very happy, fluffy, fun exactly. guy. Exactly. Anybody would it. know. You would know that the. the but if I right. if I want to scare a motherfucker. I, you know the hair will do it. That's and cool. you do and you can do you the know? crazy eyes if you need I, to. I, I can. Right? Yeah. That's good. And I
0: I can you know kick a little bit of ass.
1: It's too. nice to have that in your toolkit. Lick a little bit of you ass. You can lick a little ass. ass yeah, I can. Absolutely. I can lick a little bit of ass. Yeah, I can't uh-huh. kick any ass. Are you kidding me?
2: No. Than those angry squirrel. What
4: the
1: oh. I know, angry squirrel. I
2: fight you. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell were we talking about? I can hide your nuts. Now we're talking events. about
1: hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the other thing, too, is Welcome back. <laughs> in case you haven't put your helmet on in the past, oh, I don't know, five or six months. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, how about taking a look inside of your helmet? Believe it or not, if there's supposed to be a date in there. Mm. And uh, if your helmet. The thing I see in there is brown recluse spiders. <laughs> If your helmet doesn't have a date in it, that means it was manufactured before 1985. So if your helmet doesn't have a date in it, it's probably time to buy a new helmet. And if your helmet has a date in it that's over five years old, the uh, the helmet manufacturers do recommend that you do replace the helmets every five years. Now... I'm not saying that I do that because I have helmets that I like. You know, those helmets are over five years old. But,
3: but I've got an ultra cool helmet that the guy gave me. Your when 1970, I my 1972. Yeah, your 1970.
1: Your 1979 <laughs> Simpson Super Bandit. Yeah. with all the internals falling out of it. Yeah. Oh, hey, we right.
0: we picked that out of the garbage. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> all right. Uh,
1: so if you're the type of person that likes to wear a helmet, the one that came off a dead guy, it should was, at least was, be something
2: that works, right? That was the helmet that my buddy. Uh, that was, it was had it in college. that My. My buddy's father was a, a police officer. Right, ended up with this helmet in the trunk of the car after whatever. Sure, after the, you know, the guy got hauled away. Oh <laughs> no! And it actually became my helmet for a little while, and then my buddy's helmet. The dead you know guy what? helmet. Okay, <laughs> yeah, helmets are helmet. all right.
1: Helmets are cheap. First of all, you can get a quality helmet for under hundred dollars. <coughs> you don't need to be passing around a used. Absolutely pre-crashed not. helmet. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. And yeah. there's nothing guy. like a
2: nice new if helmet. If your helmet has been crashed, it is true. When you put it in the fucking And helmet technology has yeah. come a long way with modular They're helmets They're very and quiet. And the, yeah. the pop-down you know, uh, sunglasses built in. And that stuff was like that
1: HJC that. I'm testing out right now. The HJC is uh, a modular helmet. It's got the little pop-in sunglasses that you press the button, they fold down. Nice. And it's so much quieter than my old Nolan modular helmet, which was from the, you know, early 90s, the first time Nolan came out with those N100s, it's so much quieter than that helmet, and it's less expensive because technology's kind of caught up with it. It weighs less, and uh, it has some nice features to it that... uh so it's not a bad idea to get a new helmet every once in a while. You'll I'm appreciate kind of the difference. I'm actually very interested in that with the pop-down sunglasses. Yeah, glasses. it works. Well, because, yeah. I mean, I wear You glasses. wear prescription glasses, right. Yeah. yeah. And, so and you can't always take sunglasses with you. It's nice to have the hel- the sunglasses built into the helmet. Yeah, and it really sucks because, like, you know, right now I have the, you know,
0: the, the fog shield right. on yeah. mine. But ride right right. in the nighttime, that sucks. I have to flip it up. Right.
1: Yeah, so I've I've they actually get hit in
0: the face with everything.
1: Yeah, it's nice technology that's come out in the past couple of years because the sunglasses, when you press the button, they fold <clears throat> up into the inside of the helmet, so they can't be scratched. Nice. So they're there when you need them. They're not. You don't know they're there when you're not using them. They're replaceable, and it's actually a pretty safe thing in the middle of the day. I mean, you look at all the helmets I've worn in the past; they all have tinted visors. They all have either you know gold reflective visors or tinted visors. But at nighttime. How many of you actually carry a spare shield with you in your jacket? No, No, but it it sucks. I know they all sell it. Like, oh, you can change the shields really easy, but who actually does? So at nighttime, I'm driving around with my visor cracked open, you know.
3: Trying to peer underneath. Trying
1: to peer underneath the visor, but tearing up at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and a lot of times you're riding around at night where I ride, it's dark. It's real dark. And the last thing you want to do when there's deer and everything else about is overdrive your headlights or have that visor down because the insects are the you know, the cold, and uh, hit something you didn't see. So, yeah, check your helmets out. Check your riding gear out. I mean, who didn't get fat last winter? Try putting your jacket on. Maybe it's time to buy a new one. Uh, You know, put your gloves on. Put your gloves on. See if your hands shoot out the bottom of your gloves where the stitching all let go. It's better to buy it now and have it when you need it for your first ride Than it is to be like Reactionary And go Oh I rode the work this morning And then my hands froze off Because my gloves are shot I'm a big fan
3: of uh, The rain gear pants Don't those yeah. work? Yeah It's crazy like, Yeah, It keeps the wind They're off. warm as hell yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't need a whole thermal layer if you've got a rain suit bottom on. They, they yeah. work good. Well, and once again, we've come to another end of our episode of uh, the Cleveland Moto Podcast. I'd like to thank everybody who chimed in. Uh, send, once again, keep sending your emails. One of the things I'd like to talk to people about is go to iTunes and write us a review. If you're listening to us right now and you got to us via iTunes, or click, however you got to us, click out and go and leave us a review, good, bad, or indifferent we can see our activity better when somebody leaves us a review we know what's going on yeah don't don't
4: feel bad about being constructive about it.
3: Right, yeah. Tell I hate myself we... more than you hate me. Yeah, you or can't yeah. hate me as much <laughs> as I hate me. Trust me. Yeah.
4: I've been there. But if you leave us a review,
1: you let us know that you're listening. We'll really appreciate that. We get some numbers. We know that there are people in Poland listening to us. That is yeah. our number three country. Number three That's country. Crazy. USA, Canada, That's then Poland. There are yeah. people in Japan listening to this. I can't imagine We,
0: we have like 28, yeah. 28 uh, listeners in Japan.
1: That's insane. What? I yeah. can't imagine 28 people in Japan would want to listen to me. But thank you. I, I appreciate like it. Konnichiwa. Send me your girlfriends. Right. Yeah. Send, me Send me
4: your
1: girlfriends. <laughs> All right. that. All, All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Remember, go to clevelandmoto.blogspot.com and leave us uh, your comments and suggestions for other topic material at clevelandmoto at gmail.com. And always remember, ride safe but have a good time. Boom.
3: Exactly. See you guys Boom. out there.
0: Thank you for listening to Cleveland Moto. If you have comments or topic suggestions, you can leave them at our blog at www.clevelandmoto.blogspot.com or visit our website at www.clevelandmoto.com.